Hi, this is episode four of the Ripples podcast. I'm Greg. I am Michael. And we are joined today by another guest, Joe. Joe Tannenbaum. Do you want to introduce yourself to everyone, Joe? Sure. My name is Joe Tannenbaum. Uh, I'm a software engineer at a company called Digital Extremes. We're a gaming company, and I am not a gamer, so that's an interesting match. <laughs> but uh, it's a fun time. and. Um, I think probably people know me as the guy that just kind of fools around with Laravel prompts and does stuff in the terminal. Fools around is a is a very generous way of putting the crazy things <laughs> that you're doing. What is it that I called you? It's some kind of mad scientist um, or some C- CLI monster. Pretty I think is what, what came monster. out of your your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, you you are on that. So this is how you came on my radar, and I'm sure I'd seen your name about the place. Um, before, but this is kind of what put you on my radar of like, I'm actually following this person was like right after Laracon AU last year when, when Jess had, no, must have been before that because it was Laracon US that, that, that Jess did the announcement for prompts and it was probably not, not very long after, probably late July, early August that I started seeing these crazy things that you were doing. Um, and the first thing was like, was it re reinventing like the the display of a car or something like that that you did? Uh, no, one of the earlier things was I think one of the first I was looking back at this timeline trying to remember what had been going on, and I think the first thing was I I recreated like a data table in the terminal so uh, you could search it and sort it, and and it was sort of an interactive searchable data table in the terminal because I was just trying to get a feel for how prompts worked and you know, what the rhythm of it was and, and how how it was uh, rendering to the terminal. And so that felt like <laughs> something simple enough to do. And because of the way that Jess put it together, it really ended up being pretty fast once I got the hang of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first a- thing I saw was the uh, it was the Norton Commander. That, that blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> what on earth? So the first question on that one was, was so so I've been around for a minute. Uh, I'm not you know so young, but um, people kept when when I was pu- publishing th- these things to Twitter, people kept saying, "I'm waiting for Norton Commander. I'm waiting for Norton Commander." And I was like, "Oh man, I don't know. I don't know if I know what that is exactly." So I looked up some YouTube videos and I was you know reading some articles and f- I kind of re-pieced together what I could tell that it was and uh put together a little sort of workable demo of that just as i kept looking for different challenges i was just trying to like up the skill set up the up the techniques with every challenge that was really the goal um Mm. and a goal for nothing it was just for fun i wasn't there's no (laughs) there's no end game in terms of uh it's not super useful all the time i mean it's fun to build these things but you know there was i just was having fun i wanted to have fun coding and that's why this came about Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, uh, the skill set things. I mean, you, you may not ever need to use Norton Commander because we've we've kind of moved past that um, as a <laughs> technology community, I guess. But um, or yeah, you never really it. it's possible, yeah, well, but, you know. <laughs> um, but you never really know where some of that like some of that skill uh, might come out. It's also a flashy way. I mean, I think uh, the next one that I saw, the, the next one that kind of resonated a bit with me was putting your resume up as a as a shell application. Oh, yeah. Shell. Like, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a really interesting way to create cut through, particularly with technical people. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I'm a hiring manager all the time. And if somebody submitted a CV to me, like it's, if someone emailed me <laughs> and said, my CV is at SSH URL, um, that totally. would 
subtly get my attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I really was, uh, I was putting the, these things up and I wanted people to play with them, but I didn't want them to have to download it and figure it out terminal by terminal. And I just, I wanted what was essentially a browser, but I didn't really mm. know how to connect those two pieces easily. And I'm a huge fan of, uh, I don't know if you guys know Charm, CLI, Charm.sh. Um, they're a Go library that do astounding things on the, in the terminal. And it's an open source company. And they had this thing called uh, Wish. I think it's called Wish. And uh, it's an easy way to set up on your on your server an SSH server. So like it can live independently on your server. And so I figured out how to set that up. And I was like, oh, I can just have people play with this directly on my server. Uh, Resource-wise, PHP was getting a little hungry. I had to I had to bump up the server size after <laughs> people got a little uh, uh, antsy after going staging in. But um, yeah, it was a fun way to share it ultimately, and it made me made me happy to sort of plug and play that along the way. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So um, I know that we've been saying that you're the the the, the prompts the prompts guy. Um, did you want to <laughs> go and? <laughs> Is that the way that you want to be known, or do you want to uh, talk a little bit more about no, some fine. of the other it's, things that you're? <laughs> it's fine for now. It's fine for now. I really, I, I've always been sort of like in the terminal. I, I, I used to always create these little utility scripts. I was a freelancer for a long time, and and all of these t terminal scripts that I was creating, I had sort of like a central Laravel zero utility app on my computer, and it would help me with workflows or you know connecting client stuff and. It was a useful way for me to get things done very quickly and efficiently. Mm. And then I started building out a, a sort of a version of prompts for myself because I don't know if you know this this library called Clack. It's a it's a node library built by Nate Moore, who I think is the Astro co-creator. And um I just wanted that experience. I wanted something a little more interactive for the PHP CLI experience. And so I started rebuilding that library exactly in PHP. I was like, okay, let's just as a challenge, recreate Clack as PHP. Uh, so I started rebuilding Clack exactly in PHP, like literally verbatim, just style-wise to see how far I could push it and, and what could, could happen in that realm. And at the time I had, I don't know, I had like a hundred followers on Twitter, right? Something I didn't have much. It was, you know, but I was like, oh, let's just share progress along the way. Let's just, just tweet out what I'm doing and see if anybody's into it. And so I'm tweeting along and people are like, Hey, this is cool. Like just like little things here and there. I went on this trip and it was an international trip and I came back and we were all jet lagged and my son didn't know what time it was. And so he was waking up at four in the morning, like over and over thinking it was the start to the day. So I wake up at four in the morning for like the third day in the row and I look at my phone and it said, Taylor Otwell has direct messaged you. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just not awake. I don't know what's going on. Like I just, I literally put the phone down. And I was like, I phone's glitching. Don't know what that is. Went and like, you know, dealt with my son and, and woke up with him. And a couple hours later, I looked at my phone again and he had messaged me and he was like, Hey man, you're, this is awesome. What you're doing. Coincidentally, we're kind of doing the same thing over here. Like this, we're building out a similar library. Do you, do you want to like see it for a second? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm here with like, I don't, I, you know, like a hundred followers. I was like, how, how does he even know what, how did he clock this? I don't even know how he came about this. And so he showed me like 
prompts as it was then. This was like a year ago. And, I, and my mind was like, I was like, this is so much better than what I'm building, like by a mile. And uh, so then when it got debuted at Laricon US, I was like, this is, it's just incredible. Like just did an, an astounding job. And um, the experiment started because I wanted to PR something into prompts. And so I had to see how it worked. And Jess has really built like this beautiful little simple machine in there that just allows you to say like, okay, you have like a state class and you have a, a renderer class and like, they're going to work together. And it's just, we're going to hide all of the like hard bits. Cause I had already built this with the clack thing, but I, I didn't do it as well as she did. <laughs> she abstracted it a lot better. And so it's just, I was like, okay, you can go beyond these little components and actually take over the whole thing and just start start rendering full applications like so easily. And mm. I just started doing that. And it was, I don't know, I just was in a rut with freelancing. I was a freelancer at the time and I wanted to have fun coding. That's really what it was. And then people seemed to like it and, you know, we're sh they were sharing it and that's how we got to where we are today. But um yeah, I don't know. It's just about fun. I just really wanted to have fun. <laughs> and I was. And my wife was like, you're doing actually, I think Aaron Francis, you can't have a podcast without mentioning Aaron Francis at some point. But not, uh, not, not this I, podcast. <laughs> I think legally, legally, that's how it works. I'm pretty sure. Um, she said, uh, you're just like on the computer after you're on the computer all day. And I was like, well, my fun looks like my work, like the both things, you know, look like the same thing from the outside. And so, mm. yeah, but um, I do do other things, but I'm happy to be the prompts guy for right now. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. satisfied in that role. That is, yeah. that is kind of the, the crux of like the ripple and putting yourself out there is that you don't know like that this experiment that you were doing with, with the, with the terminal is the thing that's going to make you well-known in the community. That's going to get, you know, someone like Taylor to reach out to you, that it's going to be the thing that you become known for. And right. you know, unless you throw it out there, you, you have no idea. And, and the stuff that you were doing, whilst it was kind of like tangential or running in parallel to the stuff that, that Laravel was building, the, the stuff that you've done as a result and subsequent to that is far and away. Like we, the stuff that we have in the terminal from prompts is amazing. We've got the selects and the type of heads and like all the multi stuff and, and, and all of that. But the, the things that you have built are far and away, like way, way beyond the scope of like, I'm like, yeah, we've got all this, the stuff that we had before, but better. And now the stuff that you've done is just like, how do we, how did we even get to a point where we're doing this stuff in the terminal with PHP? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the question. I kept wanting to stretch it further and further. And I kept wanting to say, okay, how do we push the throttle? And how do we do this? Uh, in a way that we haven't really done it before in terms of, you know, these things are tedious when you when you're when you're building these things out, you're just like manipulating strings. And so like, it's not for everybody. <laughs> it's not fun for everybody. But it is it, 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 it scratches an itch for me for some reason it does a uh, it, it is fun for me. And so, yeah, I just kept wanting to push the throttle. And it was always funny because, especially in the latter half of doing all these experiments, the, the, I would set out to say, okay, I want to learn how to like, say, animate something. And so that part generally went pretty quickly, but it was always something else that I was like, oh, 
this is hard. And I didn't realize this part would be the hard part. And so, okay, we'll focus on that. I mean, there were times I lost hours and hours of my, <laughs> of my night, just trying to figure out how to position a character <laughs> correctly mm -hmm. in the flow of an animation. Um, and then I would start folding in, you know, like react PHP to try to do some async stuff. And you know, that, that was an interesting experiment. And, you know, we have a good ecosystem and it certainly hits its limitations. And there were some things that I gave up on because I said, well, maybe this just isn't PHP's job, or maybe I yeah. don't have the, the brain capacity for this right now. But, um, you know, we, we've grown a lot. We, we, we're, we're in a good place. PHP was. Yeah. It's definitely a, a very much an all in, like it does a lot more than it did when I started with it. 19 years ago 18 years ago like the things that we can do now and the ease with which we can build and then deploy them somewhere is you know it was beyond my wildest expectations back then like i when i started programming i didn't even know what a framework was and it was only sort of two or three maybe five or six actually years into into that journey that i kind of stumbled upon symphony and i'm like going to everyone did, did you know that there's these things called frameworks and and that like they do all of this this busy work it's, for it's you. so much like, easier <laughs> yeah and then yeah. but then i could never like i think this was symphony late symphony 2 early symphony 3 and i just couldn't get my head around like how to use it and all the yaml and stuff that was in there at the time and and that was around when i found laravel and i was like this all just makes sense like it yeah. works. It does this stuff. It gets out of the way. And this was like pre-composer Laravel. This was bundles and, and whatever else. And it was just mind-boggling the, the amount of stuff that you could do, the, the amount of stuff that you could ship without actually having to do any of it yourself. Um, yeah. And like it just, Taylor and the team are always pushing that envelope. They're always looking for, you know, the next thing. And so it'll be interesting to see what they come up with this year with, you know, all of the plans to grow the team, to bring in, you know, the, the head of engineering, which I hear that they've placed that role now. Yeah, um, I heard that so, too. So, you know, that, that's happened. There's, you know, the, the other people, infrastructure people. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see how the, the business itself is growing and then to see, you know, who ends up working there. Because no doubt it's going to be some, some familiar names and familiar faces that end up taking some of those early roles and just to see the totally. kind of work that they're going to do to, to continue to push the envelope and to continue to, to ship incredible things into the hands of, you know, the, the everyday developers as we are. I think the crazy thing for me um, on the Laravel, I came to Laravel via Cake PHP. So I, I was a Laravel 4 convert. So I think that was the first one where they dropped bundles and replaced them with components. Yeah. And um, I remember being blown away by queues and blown away by the fact that it even had a console solution. And I probably would have been happy if the world stopped at Laravel 4. Like, to me, that felt like it was, <laughs> it was enough. Yeah, they couldn't possibly the put the more. Yeah. They couldn't possibly put more batteries into this thing. But every year, like, without fail, there's just something new that's coming. Mean, <clears throat> they're now getting to the point where they're sort of going back and making things that did exist even more incredible. So prompts is a really great yeah. example of that, right? Like, so, I mean, the, the, the wrapping around the symphony console was fine. Um, like, but prompts sort of just pushes that yeah, uh, one step yeah. further, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's amazing to just see how much 
Laravel does for you, then gets out of the way. And then you can just focus on actually do, on actually solving like properly hard problems because your brain isn't filled mm-hmm. up with how do I deal with meaningless drudgery? Like I don't want to yeah. be figuring out how to handle cues and stuff. Just no. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think if I remember correctly, I came from Code Igniter. I think that was the thing I jumped off of and into mm-hmm. Laravel. And it was, I remember I was I was working at this CLE company and this guy was like, uh, Code Igniter is okay, but like, have you seen Laravel? And I was like, I don't know what that is. And he yeah. goes, look at these two things side by side. And like so much code stripped out. And he's like, they're doing the same thing. It's just way mm. less on this side. And yeah. I, and you can read it. You read it like a book. And I was like, okay, yes, yeah. I get this. This makes sense. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, certainly Laravel is to, to PHP developers what WordPress was to like the masses, you know, it kind of made it approachable. Not that PHP has ever been unapproachable, but when you put Laravel up, as you say, against Code Igniter or against Symfony, Symfony probably a little bit more with like the um, the template stuff that they do now where you can kind of bring in some level of boilerplate. Like if you just look at them side by side, you can do a lot more with a lot less code of your own. Like you don't have to kind of stitch it all together. And and I think outside of the Laravel community, that that's a little bit understated in just how much further you can get that. And we're seeing that, you know, in the last six, 12 months with, kind of all of the people in the JavaScript ecosystem that are that have been coming back and looking at PHP and looking at Laravel and going, oh, like <laughs> we don't have to build auth every time and wire it up to some third-party service and bring in all of these components and do all of this stuff for every single app. No, Laravel just gives you the command to mm. you know, scaffold out a new application that has authentication and authorize that. Like all of that stuff is just there. And then, you know, with the ecosystem around it, we've got, you know, Sparsy obviously is prolific. We've got all of this tooling and packages and bits and pieces that fill in the gaps that are common use cases, but are not things that belong necessarily in the context of the framework itself. It's just, it's a thriving community. It's it's like, it has to be a huge amount of pressure for the Laravel team to kind of constantly push the envelope. Like for me, you know, Greg said it, Laravel 4 was the peak the console <laughs> stuff we had it was the peak and their ability to kind of see these things that exist that are like good enough for most people and then make them better and everyone going oh yeah what we had before was garbage like how did we live with that before <laughs> we, you know it's just yeah. having having that and now there's the expectation i suppose from from our point of view from the community at large they're like what's the next thing like yeah we're happy with what we got but what's the next thing what's the next thing and for them to just constantly deliver year after year for you know 14 years now whatever it's been that that laravel has been around it's just like surely the train has to stop at some point <laughs> i'm enjoying the ride no, I, in the meantime oh, I think, yeah no nah, my, my my view on this now i've been so surprised I've, I've been at that point of like yeah this is the new peak it can't go any further i'm kind of of the opinion now that you ain't seen nothing yet like I, I think it's just well, especially <laughs> as he adds members and and sort of makes this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's, it's already it's already a company, but it feels like he's making it a capital C company. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's just yeah. gonna explode. Uh, and and yeah, I mean, I'm I, sure he's got more ideas that can't even that he doesn't have the bandwidth yeah. to implement. Yeah, and so it's just sure. gonna. I, I, I see that in my own. I see that in my own. Um, in my own world, um, like managing a team of people, it's not a, it's not it's not a huge team. It's, I think there's eight of us. I think we've been as big as fourteen in the past. Um, the, you get, 
a collection of smart people together on a single mission, which is a bit different to open source because open source is kind of more like people scratching their own itches. Like it's a uh, sort of loose collective of warring tribes in a lot of cases. But um, when you're in a company, when you're a team with a shared mission, um, it's not a case of two developers make you go twice as fast. The combination of people's brains allow you to see things that you couldn't see before. And there's diminishing returns, but you get this huge acceleration in like, oh, but what about this? What if we did it this way? What if we did it this other way? I mean, I think Jess talked talked a little bit about, um, or talked to me at least, um, over a beer around the sort of prompts thing, getting back onto that, um, that it was an itch that she wanted scratched and she'd wanted scratched for a long time because she'd seen some things in the JavaScript community that were frankly better than what we had. Um, and pitched the idea to Taylor. Now, I'd have to imagine that Taylor was then challenging her to kind of like just take it a little bit further or what if we just did it a little bit more like this? Um, and you end up with something that's probably arguably better than any implementation, at least that I've seen, of a, of a terminal tool like that. Mm-hmm. Like I can't think of anything that's even remotely close to it. And then you pick it up and go, well, yeah, let's just let's just take it from great to crazy like let's just go right to the extremes of what it's doing i, I am crazy, curious to think what, good word for it <laughs> i'm curious to think what jess what, what jess actually thinks of your of of your work like i, I can't imagine she I, thought that she was going to get norton commander and god knows what else yeah probably not. <laughs> probably not um i don't know i mean she se- she seems to like it i think probably for the first bit like i was I don't know, maybe annoying to her. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Cause like, you know, I would like tag her in the beginning and stuff. Cause I was just excited. And then I was like, okay, yeah. let's maybe chill, chill on that for, for a while. But, um, she seems to like it. I don't know. We, we talk mostly through PRs, uh, if, if at all. So, but she's, she's so, I find submitting a PR to Jess like very intimidating. Cause she's just like, so I think she's like next level smart. Um, and so, I get like, I get like a little nervous. I'm like, okay, let's prep this thing. Let's get it right, whatever. And then she's so like kind and she's like so patient. And like, I've, she's like really walked me through a couple of, you know, we're working on a, um, getting a multi-line input into, into prompts. And it's arguably harder than any of the things that I have done on the terminal, just because it's so detail oriented and it's, you, you really have to make this thing. That's just a string of characters look and feel and behave like what you're used to in the browser as a text mm-hmm. area. It's so hard. And then like, every time I'm like, okay, we did it. We really did it this time. Jess is like, cool. Almost. Except if you do <laughs> basically this, 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 it kind of breaks a little bit. And I'm like, totally got it. Okay. Next we're doing it. But she's so, she's so nice about it. And, and she's so kind. And I really, I have a lot of respect for Jess. I, I actually heard Jess when, when you said that. I think almost except I think. <laughs> like, uh, oh yeah, Michael, yeah. Michael and I have both been on the opposite side of that conversation a few times. But I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Jess is great. She's, I mean, she's. You're right. She's intimidatingly clever. Like she's very, very, very yeah. smart. Um, I am um, a long time ago. I actually tried to employ her at the same time that Taylor was trying to employ her. So I was never going to win that fight. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, even even just like approaching her to sort of say, "Hey, would you like a job?" was like intimidating because it, she's just on yeah. a completely other level. But she's also like probably um, a lot of developers who are good who know they're good really um, radiate. I'm really good. She doesn't mm-hmm. like. She's really. I know. Um, she's so lovely about it. Yeah. 
It's because she's yeah, I just, I, I just did this in insane. her own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just did this crazy thing. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's just a thing. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, yeah. She's, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Let's see how we'll get her on. That, we'll get like, her on soon. People, people <laughs> like that, especially when they're kind of working by themselves or their own, own little bubble, you know, before they start putting their, their work into the world. They don't. There's a lot of imposter syndrome in in developers in general. It's like, mm. yeah, yeah, like I'm good in my group of like three or working by myself. But it's like, how does that scale up? And you kind of you look at people like Adam Wathen, you know, Taylor, Matt, or all of these people out in the community. You look at them, you go, yeah, I'm good. Like I'm here. But you look and you're like, oh, you're at the bottom of that other ladder. You know, it's yeah. like finishing, um, you know, elementary school, you're at the top of the ladder and then you go to, you know, junior high or whatever it is, high school. And you're like, oh, I'm like back at the bottom of the ladder, you know. And so it's this like reinforcing thing that, yeah, I'm, I'm good in my own context. And, and it's not until, you know, you get the nudge or you take the plunge, you know, so either someone pushes you out the door, like I did push her out on, onto that stage and told her, like, we need to hear what you have to say. Um, or, you know, you just like yourself, Joe, just put some stuff on Twitter and, and see what happens. Like, and it's not even, it's not even in the context of like, I'm going to put this out and people are going to love it. It's just like, no, nah, I'll just put this out into the world and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, and, and sort of on that note, I was sidelined forever. I was just observing and I was just watching people do things and I was like, Oh, this is cool. And I have mm-hmm. my imposter syndrome obviously still exists, but I had it for so long, so bad, because I don't have, I, I have a BFA in acting. I don't have a computer science degree. I don't have a conventional mm-hmm. background. I'm self-taught since high school. But um, I think that's a little bit, when when it comes down to it, my superpower, because like the grind in me is like very real. And I I, I work hard to make sure that I'm like on the up and up and I'm, I'm trying to like stay knowledgeable. But um, I didn't share for a long time because of that. I was like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. put something out there and... People are gonna be like, this yeah, guy's tomorrow, an idiot tomorrow, for sure. Week, for yeah, sure, this yeah. guy's an idiot. And like, uh, there's been like two cases of that, but otherwise, it's been okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure me me saying that somebody that is the reason, and it's it's all in your head, you know. It's it's yeah. and even if somebody does say that, it's who cares next, you know? Do yeah. Keep okay. keep we, putting stuff out there. Yeah, we. I mean, we see that even like from those upper echelons of people that like, even if you have a huge following and a huge audience and like lots of people respect you and say nice things about you, you kind of become like in the, in the reverse, you become numb to all of that because that's all you see. And it's that one standout negative comment that can slap you down. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I am terrible. Like never mind the hundred people that said, this is great. It's that one person that they know the real me, you know, everyone's just being nice. And it's, and it's hard to overcome that to, you know, just just do the thing but we are very fortunate in in the laurel community especially um to to have a very supportive and understanding audience and like it's a shared audience everyone is following you know what everyone is doing in our community and it's and it's just is a genuine and really supportive group of group of people like even greg felt that as a as a first-time speaker last year, you know, everyone in that audience is there cheering you on, wanting you to succeed. You know, the people that you look up to are there because, you know, they've, they've done the work, yes, but they were at one point the people cheering on the, the people before them. So, you know, you are totally. now making your way into that position 
where you know you have been cheering people on and now there are people cheering you on and that that kind of that cyclic environment of like people move up because you know it it just feeds itself and it just keeps going and it, like credit to taylor he he leads that from the top you know he reached out to you joe with 100 yeah. followers doing like random <laughs> experiments i saw um jeffrey was like hey we would uh, he tweeted like a month or two ago saying like we'd we'd pay good money to have a course on this stuff on laracast like that stuff doesn't happen if you just too worried to put your stuff out there you don't if you're know. on the sideline and even and right. even brian chandler who is another genius that's doing insane things all the time he's like yeah people care about this like you know people and then i got out of a meeting at work and i saw you know yeah jeffrey way commented and i was like okay well mm -hmm. okay then people care about this you know as much as i guess more than i anticipated even yeah. in, in that and regard yeah and not some far off thing. Like it wasn't a week or, you know, months later. It was like a few hours after the fact, you know, after you had made that post that Jeffrey was yeah. like, let's do it, you know, kind of thing. So yeah. I hope, I hope that eventuates for you into something because, you know, being a, a Laracast creator is a good way to get in front of a whole bunch of, of Laravel people. You don't have to worry about doing any of the marketing. All of that stuff kind of gets done for free by virtue of the fact that you are a creator. Or, or, you know, a teacher, I think they're called on Laracast, of Laracast. So, yeah, I hope, I hope that yeah, all works it's, out. Uh, it's, it's definitely the, the gold star, you know, gold, gold standard of, of, the, uh, of the community in terms of like, you know, I've watched, I don't know how many episodes of Laracast at this point over the years. And I've been, at this point, I should be a lifetime subscriber, but I'm, I still pay monthly because I'm just like, ah, oh, we'll yeah. just... <laughs> Just keep yeah. doing it. I refuse. But, um, I refuse it's so cheap. It is so probably cheap. Would have, probably would have saved a ton of money just going lifetime, I don't know, three years ago. But uh, yeah. yeah, I yeah, we're we're working on that. We'll we'll see what comes of that. Nice. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. Oh, great. So, Do you have anything further? Yeah, I mean I, I I'm uh, just to kind of continue down the ripples path a little bit. Um, I think uh, not long after Laracon AU, you started tweeting a little bit about, you know, the first time speakers and stuff at Laracon AU. And I think a few of us decided to um, uh, peer pressure you, I guess, into applying to go <laughs> and give it a go yourself. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's that at? When are we going to see Lar Laravel prompts on stage again? Yeah, there were a couple of people that were pretty persistent saying like, you should, you should talk about this. You should talk about what's going on here on a stage somewhere. And um, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. But again, like, you know, I was like, oh, nobody wants to hear what I have to say or, you know, whatever it is. But um, it's actually a great fusion of my background in acting and now my life in tech, my current life in tech. So it's it's in, in preparing, it feels very natural. But I, I submitted some talks to Laracon India and... Mm -hmm. A couple months ago, um, I woke up to an email and I was like, are they, are they asking me? And I showed the email because <laughs> I was like, mm, they might just be being nice. I can't tell. I can't tell. And so I showed the email to my wife and I was like, is this a yes? Like, are they saying yes? And she's like, yeah, yeah. They were very explicitly saying yes. Like, why are you doubting yourself? Here? <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm very, very excited. Um, so I'm going to be talking about uh, these building these sorts of apps in the terminal, uh, and it's I, it's mostly done at this point, and I'm I'm really excited to get up there and do it. It's it 
it feels very natural to present in this way. And I'm, I'm excited mm -hmm. to do more of this if, if given the opportunity. Nice. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a, um, I think Laracon India is probably like, if, 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 I mean, for you having a background in acting, it's probably not so bad, but, uh, it, it's hard. It'd be hard mode for me to jump up. Like that, that thing is like three times bigger than any other Laracon in terms of attendees. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the room alone is like gargantuan. I've seen the pictures and, uh, you know, it's funny. I was, I was sitting at Laracon US last year and um, he got up to sort of promo it. And he was saying like, you know, you come to Laracon India, it looks, and they showed some footage and I was like, that looks rad. That looks so much fun. Yeah. Like, I would love to go to that. Like, I don't think I can probably swing it, but like, whatever. And now I'm going to be like up on that stage doing it. And it's really, uh, it's because I tweeted, which is so, it feels so silly to say that, but it's also like, that's the reason, you know? Yep. That's, yeah. That's what it is. It's one little tweet starts this cascading you know, series of events that, uh, un unless you make that tweet, if you like, if you had gone, uh, is anyone interested in this? And wrote the tweet out and just gone, nah, never mind. Like nothing, nothing would have come of that. Now, yeah, Taylor's noticed you. Jeffrey's noticed you. You've, you know, you're speaking at Laracon India. I'm sure that you've applied to Laracon US. Um, have Laracon Australia is coming up if you want is... to travel 30 hours <laughs> to the other side of the world. I'm already doing it, yeah. so might as well do it again, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So. You know, all of these opportunities only come your way when you put yourself out there. And like, it feels repetitive. Um, and I, I'm channeling my inner Aaron Francis every time I say it. But, you know, the, the whole point of this podcast is to show, like to, to put it out there in the world that people need to understand this can happen to anyone at any time for any reason. And unless you send that tweet, write that blog post, publish that video, get on that stage. No one's going to know about it. It's true. It's true. And I, if you would ask me a year ago, if any of the opportunities that I've gotten or, and it's, and this is just the beginning, I'm not even like that far into this journey, but yeah, I would have never, ever, ever called it. And Aaron Francis did call it. He called it like the third experiment in the second experiment. And he said, this is your big thing. And I was like, yeah, mm, I don't think so. I think I'm just fooling around here. <laughs> and then I think off the Jeffrey tweet, he put it back to me and he said, I called this just so you know. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you dug back probably eight months of tweets to find a reply to me to mm -hmm. quote tweet it back to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I have to I have to respect that, honestly. Yeah. yeah. When Aaron talks, and, you listen. Like, yeah. And the it's, guy and is it's not more just... right than he's wrong. For sure. It's not just that well, he said it. he wears the shoes in the house. I don't know if we're going to go that what? far with it. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a very so, smart guy, and I, I love you, Ryan. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not just that he said it. It's that he remembered that he said it, and he went back and dug it up so that he could throw it back at your feet and be like, here you yeah. go. Yeah. Which is very kind of him, actually. It was very, very ultimately very nice of him. Cool. Perfect. All right. I think that's oh. a reasonable place to, to start wrapping things up. Yeah. Is there anything I really else appreciate that you wanted to talk about, Joe? Or where can, we, where can people who haven't found you yet find you? Uh, Twitter is mostly the place. You can find me at Joe Tannenbaum on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I'll, I haven't been doing a lot of experiments lately. I got a lot of other things going on in terms of uh, 
life stuff and whatever, but uh, I will get back to it because I do, I do enjoy it. So once everything's settled down, I'll start, start fiddling again. Excellent. We love to see it. Um, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Happy to have you. Yeah. Yeah. Our pleasure, mate. Excellent. All right. Cool. Well, you can find uh, us at ripples.fm. We'll have some show notes, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Do we do show notes, Michael? Yeah, we'll do show notes. <laughs> Michael does all these things. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, if anyone else would like to come on and talk about their story, you can reach out to Michael and myself on Twitter and we'll sort something out. Yeah. Love to have you. Love to hear your story. Uh, want to keep reinforcing this this idea. No, uh, it's not our idea. We don't own it. But I am more than happy to perpetuate it. Um, and I have seen just on that perpetuating it. I have seen the first concepts for the branding for Laracon AU this year. And let me tell you, we are going to continue the ripples this year. It will become a theme for. AU 2024. So hope to get that out soon. More information will follow. November is the month. So start penciling that into your calendars if you're interested in attending. But I will say no more at this time. And until <laughs> next episode, I have been Michael. I've been joined by Joe Tannenbaum and my co-host Greg Skerman, and we will see you next time around.